What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Brackish Fly Podcast. Today, we've got a special guest, um, Mr. Brent Givens, in the house. I got him on the phone here. So, we're going to be talking about fly fishing, fly tying. Uh, Brent's into a lot of things, fishing, uh, kayak, mainly, I think, is what, what he does. And uh, pretty cool dude. You'll uh, you'll enjoy it. He's going to be a multi-species fisherman and uh, uh, fly tying stuff. My dog's trying to get my podcast and stuff, so that's not cool. But anyway, we're going to move right on in. And uh, so, Brent, man, how's it going? Man, it's going good. I just tied my first fly for today. Uh, just was experimenting. And, uh, you know, the, the crazy thing about EP fibers is that it does not take much to get bulk on the fly with an EP fiber. You I don't know why that yeah. is. I can't explain it, but, uh, you know, it's not a lot of material to add bulk. You're right. And it looks good <laughs> in the water. It does. And that ten dollar well, sleeve not. of EP fiber will tie a hundred flies if you do it right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. I mean it does not take much and then you look, you know, you add one or two layers and you look and it's it's already pretty much done. Right. So uh so I'm I'm experimenting with it. I'm I'm experimenting a little bit with EP fibers right now, you know, but uh it's 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 different than craft fur and uh it's it's a world different to me and uh so it's been it's been pretty cool experimenting with all the different materials whatever i can get my hands on or afford you know right so that's what i've been doing <laughs> sweet all right so for anybody that doesn't know you or doesn't follow you on social media so we'd like kind of sum up who is brant givens kind of give us the you know 30 second rundown well, I love to uh, to kayak fish, and, and mainly now these days, kayak fish on the fly. Uh, for me, there's really nothing better. Um, usually, if you're in a boat with somebody, and um, you know that they, they, you know, you're trying to fly fish with them, it's it's tougher. And uh, I like being on the kayak, being on the fly, and. Uh, uh, to me, there's there's hardly you know there's hardly nothing better than being out in the kayak. So I'm I love kayaking. Um, I have always loved it ever since you put me on that first red. And, <laughs> We're gonna get uh, into that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was nuts. Uh, but uh, <laughs> for me, you know, I've always been a hard uh, hard working person. Um, I've always <laughs> I've always tried to. Uh, and and strive to to work hard and play hard. That's that's always been my that's good motto. My kind of <laughs> ma- ma- mantra, I guess you could say, uh, for me. So that's that's basically. And I, you know, I occasionally I'll try to upload a video to YouTube, but mainly it's just uh, the experience. You know, the the more I feel like that I'm off, I'm off my phone. And uh, and in the outdoors, um, the, the the better for me. I feel like. The so more what's your what's your YouTube channel? My YouTube channel is Big Bird Fishing, and that's also my Instagram as well. Okay, so pretty easy. To I'm find. not on Twitter. Yeah, I'm not on Twitter. Uh, I'm not on TikTok, but I am on Facebook and uh, Instagram. 
and on YouTube. (laughs) So those are the only three platforms I kind of work with. So, okay. So, um, take me back and how, and tell me how you got into fishing, like, uh, in the beginning, I know fly fishing came later on and we'll get into that, but, uh, how did you get into fishing in general? Well, um, the, the Givens family have always fished. I come from a lineage of, of diehard fishermen. Uh, I remember my, uh, my pops, he would take me on the Escataba river, the river that me and you have fished on the Mm. river you fished on for forever. Yeah. I grew up on that one. Yes. He used to take me on the Escataba every summer when I would be off of school and, uh, you know, <laughs> being in those back lakes, getting in those back lakes with uh, with the John boat, having to hop over trees, um, <laughs> yeah, you know it 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 taught me how to fish, and it really taught me that sometimes you got to go into the tough places to find them, and and I think I think really he had a hidden message in this, and all that, and that was as as a teenager. Uh, living in, living in town. Uh, I mean, I've always loved the outdoors, but that the key, the key pivotal moments for me was fishing with him because it taught me, it taught me to man up mm-hmm. <laughs> being with him taught me how to be a man because in the outdoors and toughen up, you know, the outdoors toughened me up and, and I had to do that quick or I wasn't going fishing with him. And, um, I'll never forget those summers when I was an early teen fishing with him on the, you know, cause he had a river house. So, um, you know, and we had some memorable fishing moments together, but that's really when I started was during my teenage years. And, uh, but I had always fished as a kid, but I, this is, that's really when I got into bass fishing. I started in bass fishing. Yeah. And that's, that's really where I got started. But my family comes from a long lineage of, you know, of, of, of fishermen. Gotcha. Now, uh, you know. now, walk me down a little bit about the fly fishing, how you got into that. And you haven't been doing it long, so um, <laughs> you, got, you stepped <laughs> yeah, off in I it Yeah, I really never too. thought. <laughs> yeah, my, my brother-in-law uh, fly fished a little bit, but I was – at the time, this was a couple of years ago, he had gotten into it. He liked it, and he caught fish on it. But for me, I thought that I was never going to get into it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then I fished with you in that ditch for red spots <laughs> yeah. in Mississippi, and then uh, that's what uh, really hooked me to it. You know, and my father fly fish, um, he has a, he has, he's had a fly rod for 10 years. Yeah, but he rarely used it. We were big into conventional, and um, and it and that that day when you when we went down to that ditch and I caught those red spots, you know, I would say okay. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna at least get one. Yeah, and uh, and then I caught you know, and then I caught my first speck on on a fly rod. Yeah, and when I had that five weight Cabela's five weight. And I had no idea what it really what I was truly doing, but I fished and I was fished in a clouser, and uh, I got you know I got hooked you know and then I come to real realization that um, you know of a few things in fly fishing that I was searching for 
you know, I was searching for finesse presentations, small bait presentations that you can deliver to these fish effectively. And fly fishing's that, you know, you can deliver that fly, that smaller fly effectively with a lot of, you know, a lot of the rods, a lot of the fly rods out there. And the, the bait, their actions is, I mean, you know, you throw a conventional Jeff and then you're like, well, you know, that kind of looks good. But then you throw a fly at them and you're like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> what a world of difference a fly looks in the water versus, uh, you know, versus a, a conventional bait. Yeah, that's right. Because, you know, I was thinking about this earlier. I was like, how, you know, how does this fly, how does this fly look compared to, compared to artificials? And, you know, I said, I said to myself, why on the pause, um, can you, can you have such a, such a, such an aggressive strike on the pause with a fly? And, you know, water moves even if it's staying still even if it's stagnant even if you think it's stagnant water water is moving through gravitational forces pulled on it mm-hmm. and when a flies in the water it doesn't matter now if it's current yes it's moving a lot you know even if you're not working it but even when it's still in the water and you're in a pond and there's but there's no wind you're still getting that motion and when that happens, it's just you feel confident that when I pause this bait, this fish is going to eat it. Because, you know, with conventional, it's like you pause that bait. Oh, wait, let me keep working it because, There's you know, I don't want moving. the fish. I want the I don't want the fish to get a good look at. It. Yeah, that's the conventional mindset. The art of the, you know, the fly mindset is I want them to get a really good look at this and then boom. Yeah. It, they is, hunk of feathers look like a living, breathing organism underwater. Yes. It, it's amazing. <laughs> it's all the little, little, you know, pieces that make up a fly. I think, you know, contribute to all that movement that you're talking about. Like the EP fibers you're saying, like if you actually counted the strands that are on each fly, what you may have, you know, 200 or 300 strands of it on there. And then when you talk about the feathers, you know, you got so many different little bitty pieces that can move with just the slightest amount of current. So it literally looks like a bait fish, you know, it's fins moving around or uh, breathing, you know, fish make motion when they breathe. So there's a lot going on on a fly, you know, that is just sitting still. So, Right. And that's what made, that's what's making me get into it. That's why. Because if I get into something, I'll be like, eh, that's okay. I won't do it. Yeah. But if I find a reason and a logical reason, too, I'll keep doing it, and that's why. Right. So what is your favorite species to target, either conventional or fly, or, or both, if, there's, if they're different? Uh, well, it would be, it would be redfish um, conventionally, but on the fly, I gravitate toward trout. I got you. I, I in in this in the past four months I've never caught so many trout in my life <laughs> because yeah. the fly is so effective for them versus artificial to me and yeah. some people can wear them out on artificial some people are just so good at a corky that 
you know, they can just put anywhere, do anything with it. That's fine. But I know for me, uh, I've never caught so many trout in my life. Uh, you know, within the, just within these couple months, you know, that I've been fly fishing. So mm-hmm. yes, pickle trout. Now, you know, spotted bass, I love spots. You know, I love to fish for spots and it, and they're, and it's, and the fly is very effective for them. So yeah, there's, there's your top three there. Okay. <laughs> so give me your favorite flies for those fish. Uh, it would probably be as far as the redfish goes. I have not mastered the redfish fly yet. I have, I, uh, you know, the clouser would probably be my favorite for redfish. Mm-hmm. The brown and orange clouser with the gold flakes, uh, th- with the red eyes. Those would probably be. That's probably my favorite redfish bait. And and I don't know why, but the trout and reds love it. Yeah. Um, for the trout, it's. It's definitely the witch's broom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that that sounds like a bad name for a bait, but but it's just you're tying so much craft fur in there. It, it when you look at it behind, it looks like a witch's broom. Yeah, and it's got that head on there with with the, with the eyes that, and man, it just it's I think it looks. Looking. And we've talked about it. it. Looks like a mullet. Yep, super nice. It's like a finger mullet. Yes. And then for spots, it's that uh, it's the clouds or minnow. The spots are really good with that. Uh, I had a lot of success with the red and white clouds or minnow for them. Mm-hmm. All right. So on the on the topic of flies, I've seen one that you kind of created, I guess you could say, and uh, been using it, and I really like it. And the name kind of—I don't remember somebody on Facebook maybe, maybe commented. A, a meme you got to talk about that fly the scrap the scrap fly yeah so where where did so, that inspiration come from and uh you'd have to see a picture of it to know why it's called the scrap but it's yeah it's you have perfect. to know ice age yeah the cartoon uh, ice you, age that's Ooh. right the disney the disney yeah. cartoon yeah uh yeah the scrap was just based it was really honestly based upon you know how in the bottom of the clouds or when you wrap the bottom craft fur or EP fiber, whatever you're using, and you wrap that bottom and you and you wrap it around the eye going back toward the toward the, the hook point mm-hmm. and you keep wrapping, you know, there's a space, there's a void space there. Right. There's always been a void space. That's that's how Mr. Clouser has always done his clousers. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm thinking, well, let's fill that space with something. And then that's where the Chanel came in. So when I did that, <laughs> I wrapped that Chanel around. I started at the at the hook point, and I'll, first I put my eyes in. And then I went and put the craft fur in on the bottom, uh, you know, uh, as, as if the hook was the hook was pointed toward the bottom. And then I wrap it around the eye, and then I just keep going to the to the eye, the to the uh, not the eye of the hook, but to the the, the point of the hook. Or yeah, the, that's right. And then I, I I keep wrapping around, and then what I do is is I'll take the Chanel, and I'll just wrap back toward the eye. Mm-hmm. And when I paired it with those eyes, uh, those white eyes, it looks just like a scrap. <laughs> 
I mean, it really a little does. squirrel on. I, and it, now, when somebody commented that uh, that meme or whatever it was on your on your post, man, I couldn't unsee it. And I think we even had a conversation like it's got to be named the Scrat. There's, <laughs> it's perfect for it. it. Yeah, the the smoking Scrat was very effective because it got a little bit deeper mm-hmm. uh, than my witch's broom. And uh, the 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 smoking scrap, they were swallowing that. Okay. I think it was a couple of weeks ago when that warm front was coming through, and uh, they didn't seem like they really wanted the witch's broom too much. And the, but that scrap, you know, that they wanted that, they wanted it bad. So you'll have to um, anybody listening, you'll have to go on on Brent's um, Facebook and check that picture out of the of the scrap fly hour <laughs> man. It'd be cool to do a YouTube video of tying it and how you tie it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, have half of the screen, you know, have half your thumbnail uh, scrap. Oh, yeah. And then have the other half, like, you know, of the actual bait in the box. And it looks, yeah, it's just perfect. (laughs) Okay. So, um, your favorite locations to fish, specifically for redfish and trout, since you, uh, it seemed to be your tops. (laughs) yeah yeah and don't you know don't burn any spots or anything just you know general idea of where you know well it's it's that area that's that bayou heron bayou combus area Mm -hmm. uh because when you think about it um you know it has really good salinity but it also has a good amount of fresh water too so it has good brackish uh it has good brackish water so i'm mainly fishing around there and uh but but uh but i can take those flies and go all the way around the mississippi gulf coast it don't matter oh, where i'm at and yep. i can catch fish it and the the spots the locations you know the the boat ramps don't matter as much as as how well you know what the tide's doing and then uh and then your understanding of where the of if you can find the ledges or not yeah and and that that's the key right there to me yep so um let's see along those locations like what are you using um you know to target the the redfish and in the trout like uh rod rod line setup that sort of thing you talk about for fly yeah yeah for for fly Okay, for fly, I'm using an eight weight because they're so they're so aggressive, uh, and they they're so tough and they fight so hard. They're both a trout and a red are built like a freight train, and so they I, I'm using a I'm using heavy stuff. You know, I'm going from my leader. My leader is a tapered twelve foot leader, and it goes from forty pound to twenty five pound down to 16 pound fluorocarbon and you're building your own leaders right i'm building my own leaders through it and i and i'm using as 70 percent of my leader is that is that uh that is that 40 pound mono yeah uh and so that's that's and i'm using a uh orvis recon nine foot eight weight and the orvis clear water uh four size Mm -hmm. four large arbor and uh because you know if i get one of those slot reds it don't matter if it's an eight weight, three weight, a two weight. Doesn't matter. They're gonna. He's gonna take it a country mile. Yeah, you better have a little drag and, on that reel. And some yeah, on it. <laughs> the Orvis. Yeah, the Orvis recon though is a fun fighting. Uh, I would suggest it to anybody. 
and it's also not only fun fighting the fish but it's also um it's also very tough you know i've had the fish underneath the boat with a fly rod Mm. and uh i had it high sticked and it wouldn't break and so i know it's a really tough rod it can bend you know it can bend really good and it's it's a very tough sturdy rod so that's Mm. the or if it has that good I'm warranty using. too, so even if it does break, yeah. <laughs> it just be out of commission until you get a new one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, uh, well, you didn't talk about your kayak yet. Let's let's hear about that, man. I'm, I haven't heard anything about it yet. So. Yeah, it's an oldie, but uh, uh, considering uh, how many people you know go really go through kayaks. I mean, I think you've had the same kayak ever since I've known you. I have, I have. I well, I started out with an old town of of vapor, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I hated it. And then I I moved to a a Jackson Cusa HD. Yeah, and uh, it's really good for fly fishing. It does have some some areas on it where the fly line captures. Uh, but for the most part, I love fly fishing in and out of it. It's, uh, very strong, very sturdy. And, uh, it, once you remove that center console, it is a good fly fishing platform. And most people probably wouldn't think of that. I think of the coup says that, but it, but it is. Um, and I, you know, it's 12 foot, so it's not super long. Uh, you're not you know you're not reaching over the bow to get the line over to the other side yeah if you've got a fish on and then it's not too short to where um you know to where you're like you're being bucked by the wind so much yeah. but um but there's a few drawbacks to it and i can go into that but uh, overall I've, I've been very happy with it well, shoot, and, as uh, long as you've had it, we've fished together several times, and I don't think I've fished with yeah. you in the same kayak twice. <laughs> I've had so many different vibe kayaks, man, and it's not because you know you anything's wrong with them. I just swap kayaks a lot. And, yeah, um, being on there's their, nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm not protein, saying there's... i got to always have the new toys. So. <laughs> yeah, well, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong in Oh, in no, that. no, I don't, no. you know. I'm just saying, you know, that's, it's, you've got a you've got your system down pat, and you've had it for yeah. I don't know, maybe what is it like six years now, four or five years Ooh, at least. It's been I bought it in 2017, I believe. So yeah, well, almost <laughs> five years. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's it's been with me a while. So I mean, I don't know how long it's got. You know, how long the oyster rash can. <laughs> But we looked at it the other day and yeah. it was fine. So yeah. we were you know, looking at it with a I mean, with a flashlight to make sure it wasn't too thin on some spots. Uh, so okay, let's let's talk about uh, fishing memory. Like what what's some of your your best fishing memories that you you hold on to from years past? Mm, mm, that's a hard one because uh, there's so many. But I would say my first redfish with you was was obviously very memorable. And that's on video. Uh, if anybody cares yeah. to check that out, so what? Uh, what's the title of that video? Oh my goodness! Uh, if you want to talk about it, I'll look it. it up real quick. <laughs> A marsh beast. That's it, marsh beast. It's on my channel, the was, Brackish Coast channel. Yeah, it was twenty six and a quarter, I believe. It sounds about right. Inches long. And it was yeah. 
it was in a spot now my goodness going back you fished in that spot i don't know a whole bunch since uh, then. a whole lot <laughs> yep I marsh beast a mississippi kayak redfish film it was four years ago so yeah that's crazy it was four years ago yeah and the thumbnail it is seems like with the same go ahead what's funny man the the hat you had on today i think is the same one that's in the thumbnail of this video it might be <laughs> like a camouflage i've had beanie. that beanie for a while <laughs> well i think that's it because that's in the thumbnail of the video and you're it's you holding the redfish and uh so yeah everybody go check that out that was a fun one to make uh i've obviously gotten a lot better at filming since then but <laughs> it's still a fun video yeah. to watch so yeah and at the time i did not know what i had on because I never really felt much of a redfish before. I, I mean, I'm sure I had caught one before, but I don't know. It, it could have been my first one. And uh, I was like, is this a stingray or do I got a shark on or, you know, because yeah. it was taking me up the bayou. So, yeah, it was pulling you around a good bit. Yeah. Yeah. So that was one of them. And another one, you know, what really got me into fishing hard was – uh. You know, I used to live out in Dawes, and when I lived out there, we had a pond back in the back, and mm-hmm. I remember um, fishing fishing that worm with the uh, with the the little spinners, little tiny spinners yeah, on it. Yeah. And I was fishing it in our pond. Kelly and, worms or and, something. Uh, I think that's what they're called. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. Yeah. But but it was. It was crazy because I caught that fish and I was so excited. Yeah. And I'll always remember that I was with my dad and my granddad, and my my or it would be my pawpaw. Mm-hmm. I was with my dad, and my pawpaw, and uh, I'll never remember. I'll never forget that. I mean, it, it was that moment right there kind of vaulted me to get into fishing. <laughs> That's right, man. So you gotta start young. That's awesome. Yeah, and then there was another one with a trot line. Uh, you know, my papa, he was, he's always funny. He was always been funny. And, uh, we, I, we would run lines on this El Nascatawa. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we had a, we had a house just south of Hurley, just south of the 614 bridge. Is it 613 or 614? 614 Either one of those. Runs there. Yep. 614. Yeah. Cause 614 runs east and west, right? That's right. Okay, so yeah, it was it was just south of the six fourteen bridge, and we would go south typically, and we would run the trot lines early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I grabbed the trot line, and I couldn't move. I couldn't move. I, I was hung. I just told mm-hmm. my papa I was hung, and uh, he's like, "Okay, well, he, uh, you know, let me get up there and see." And then when he got up there, and he he pushed on the trot line it would there was nothing there absolutely nothing there and he reeled it and the bait was gone yeah and i wonder if that was a huge flathead i wonder because you know me being a a scrawny 13 year old i i I wouldn't (laughs) you know maybe that was a huge fish i have no idea you know it was just kind of a this is kind of a weird thing you know that i can always remember he's like you know, don't ever let go of that trot line now. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> it's crazy, man. Me and you had such similar upbringings and in the same area. And uh-huh. I, I didn't meet you until we went on that redfish trip. 
And uh, it's crazy because I've I've trotlined that river my myself pretty much my whole life, and uh, I've caught some big flatheads on trotline. Oh yeah. And and funny you talk about the Escada River, man. I think the fish there taste better than any other place around because the bottom is all sand for the most part, and it's just yeah, it's cleaner a, it's water. It's a very natural river. Yeah, cleaner yeah. water, cleaner fish. They just, in my opinion, they just taste better than just say you know catfish coming from Pascagoula River. Right. So. No, I'd agree. They were good tasting. They were good tasting. I mean, they their flatheads were really good tasting. We used to call them uh, tabby cats. Yep, tabby cats. Uh, yep. And that's, yeah, I mean, that's what we used to, because my cousin's name was Tabitha. Yeah. So that's one of the, that's, I don't know. I don't know if that's exactly where we got that name from, but, but, uh, but yeah. They've got we, a bunch of different names, Appaloosa cats, yeah. flat hens. So yeah. Many. All right, so uh, I got a few questions here just kind of. Sure. random short answer stuff so if you were guaranteed a 10 pound bass or a 10 pound speckled trout which one would you rather sit in jail three days to catch 10 pound speck <laughs> i'm with you i'm with you i feel the same way is there even such thing as a 10 pound speck there is the world record is 17 i think what yeah Wow. So it happens quite Crazy. quite normally out on the Mosquito River Lagoon in Florida. Oh wow! So. Yeah, gotcha. All right. So what music yeah. is on your radio right now? Is on my radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, on my phone. Yeah, well, just whenever you listen to music, what you listening to? Oh well, I've been I've been you got me hooked on Tyler Childress. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for that, anybody, uh, for anybody wondering, like me and Brant hang out a lot because we work together. So <laughs> we we do cemetery work and we're out we're out together. And this actually today this this morning, Brant was singing a, a Tyler Childers song <laughs> while he was working. So yeah, yeah, you gotta whistle while you work. <laughs> That's right. Can't have fun if you you know. Nope. All right. So, um, Bigfoot, do you believe in or not? <sighs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say no. Oh, gotcha. uh, I've, I've heard stories, but I, I have never seen, and you have stories, but I, I don't have any stories, but I have heard stories from other people, but I, 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 I'm a person that I want to see it to believe it. <laughs> gotcha. You know? <laughs> I got to see Bigfoot to believe it. I hear you. Okay. So, I, you know, and it, and it it makes things worse because for me, because you see all these shows on A&E uh, about these Bigfoot hunters, and it's so fake. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is unbelievably yeah. fake, and it does not do service or justice to, like, people who really think Bigfoot is real. Well, I mean, it just doesn't help them. If if they find Bigfoot on the TV show, then they they don't come back for another season. They got to make it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe hating so. on it. I used to watch the show a lot, but I was like, I just got tired of it. So, <laughs> all right. So, favorite snack to eat while you're out on the water? While I'm out on the water, it's probably just a pack of cheese crackers. 
I mean, you know, it, it usually is because uh, that's usually all the time I have to eat. Gotcha. Uh, I do, though, however, uh, my stepmother does make some mean chicken salad sandwiches. Mm. So I do like chicken salad out on the if I'm out on the boat, I do uh, with with my dad. So I, I love chicken. I love her chicken salad sandwiches because she puts that uh, pineapple in there. And it's really pineapple good. Pineapple I mean, chicken salad. That's yeah. Like, yes. Man. Yeah. I had it chicken is, salad yesterday and now I'm thinking about pineapple. <laughs> it had grape in it. But yeah. Yeah. Well, she makes it kind of homemade, you know, mm. and uh, it's really, really good. All right, so when you catch fish, are you releasing everything, or do you keep some to eat? It just depends. If um, I used to keep a lot because I had a coworker up in Canton. He really liked me to bring him redfish. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm at, but I, these days I don't keep a lot because we don't eat a lot of fish. But yeah. if, as far as and now, I'm talking about you know. Uh, freshly caught fish mm-hmm. and preparing it. It takes a lot of time to do to do that. So for me, it's the island. If I'm going to harvest, you know, some fish, it's going to be a dolphin island on vacation because we do a big fish fry on vacation with everybody in our family, and it's just kind of like a tradition. Yeah. So if I catch a trout on Dolphin Island that's legal, uh, I will definitely keep him. Yeah. And uh, I, I, we will use him for sure. <laughs> They're pretty good eating anyway. So. <laughs> they are. They're very good. So what do you like fishing better, in the morning or in the evening? Mm. That's a good question. You know, um, sometimes I feel like in the morning with that low outgoing tide, um, you can catch some big ones doing that. But I've also caught some big ones uh in the afternoon you know on a higher tide yeah. but uh you know for me if it's freshwater fishing uh especially in the warmer months of the year uh to me the morning time is better um but i've caught more saltwater fish though in the afternoon mm-hmm. so it uh, there's really not i don't really i guess i don't really have a <laughs> it's situational uh, a, a for preference. sure <laughs> Yeah, it, it is. It's it's very situational with what you got going on because it might be sunny in the morning time and you might not catch a thing. But then the clouds roll in and the and a front comes in and or, or you know, worser weather comes in and you might catch them. Um, but at the evening, I, I, I will say this. Um, as far as in terms of Dolphin Island in the summertime, uh, I love seeing the sunset when I'm out in the kayak. Yeah. Uh, That's but the a morning great bite, place to watch it because yeah, you, it is. If you're on that west end, there is no other land. Sun goes down over right. the water. Yeah. Right. And but in the morning times though, that's where I feel like that's the big. That's where the big trout come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when the big trout come out to play. So it's it's a, that's a hard that's a hard question, man. I like both. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um. What's some bucket list fish species that you have that you're wanting to catch? Oh, man. Bucket list. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I'm content with what I have, but uh, I will say that um, 
I would really like to catch a um, a peacock bass mm-hmm. and uh, those uh, swanee bass. Yeah, I really would like to catch those. Uh, a lot of basically a lot of the Florida species. Um, hmm. Other than that, man, uh, you know, now that I'm in the fly with the flies and everything, and I've got an eight weight. Uh, part of me would want to just go up there to the East Coast and catch tripers. Yeah. So you know, um, as far as the as far as the rainbows, the brooks, uh, all those other trout species, I haven't really gotten into that, but I'm sure I will at some point. Yeah, I mean, I, I know the crushing hard I know on them jokers for the two or three weight. <laughs> yeah. I know on that. I know that that's a bucket list for a lot of people, you know those trout, and uh, you know. But but for me, you know, like I said, I'm content with what I, what I got. But I'd love to catch a swanee, uh, a Choctaw bass, and um, I've never caught a. Um, I'm not. A, I've never caught a shoal bass, so mm. that's also a bucket list fish. For me, is to catch the shoal bass. Man, it sounds like we just need to hit the panhandle of Florida and just go on down. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because you can get the Choctaw right. and panhandle and then the Sewanee right there and then the shoal bass as well and the uh, Apalachicola drainage. So, yeah, that sounds like a one-trip challenge <laughs> to hit those four. <laughs> you know, and I've never caught a snook, never caught one. Uh, that would be, I mean, that would be – that would be a, probably a pretty easy one on a fly to get. Yeah. Uh, it took me two trips with conventional to get on a snook, but they oh, really? were fun. They were fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think you got a YouTube video out on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, bonefish would be another. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow you down there. I want another shot at a bonefish. <laughs> so, basically, we've named off a lot of Florida species. <laughs> yeah, so. it like just a Florida trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, what's some of your hobbies besides fishing? Uh, it would be bird photography. Um, I used to do bird photography a lot these last two years, but ever since I got into fly fishing, that's taken up a lot of my time. <laughs> You're so, using their feathers now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But bird photography is still something that I love to do. Yeah. And it, it is still a good. It's still a. Uh, it's still a fun hobby of mine. Uh, I do a little bit of golfing, but only with my brother because he's so into it. Yeah. And my stepdad, or excuse me, not my stepdad, but my dad. My stepdad doesn't golf. Gotcha. Uh, but my dad does. So, uh, I, golf is is another hobby. Uh, fly tying is is another hobby I'm into. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> that's fly tying is currently my main hobby. <laughs> I've got a, uh, I've got a, uh, I've got a little fly tying board that uh, my brother-in-law gave me, that one of his family members get gave him, and it's got the hook board that runs across that little small uh, cylindrical, uh, uh, cylindrical shaped uh, hook hanger mm-hmm. that you hang all your flies on, and I've got that thing just about full, so. <laughs> Including my tackle boxes. Yeah. I've seen some uh, so, of your fly boxes. They're stuffed. Yeah. <laughs> stuffed boxes. 
I will say. But that's the way I wanted it. I didn't have enough flies when I started. You know, that was one of my goals was to get enough flies to where I feel like in any situation that I'm presented with, I can match the hatch. There you go. Uh, in in my region. So <laughs> that is my current hobby. <laughs> well, man, it's been pretty awesome to uh, to talk to you and get your insight on, on a lot of the fly fishing stuff. And um, the bird photography, I've seen that, and it is good. Uh, you do very well, well in that. So it would behoove people to check that out on uh, your social. I think you yeah, post quite a bit uh, on the birds, right? Yeah, not lately, but mm -hmm. yeah, last year I did a lot. Uh, you know, I go out to the island in April, Dolphin Island in April, and I catch some migratory birds uh, that are coming in from the Yucatan Peninsula. Mm -hmm. And so that is something that I will do a lot of when I have the time in April. Uh, I'm going to have to make time for it, but when I have the time in April, I will, uh, go down there and, and, and have some, uh, try to have some, some success with those migratory, uh, birds. And, uh, you know, this painted bunny is just amazing. Um, you know, that's one, that's one bucket list bird of mine that I need a close shot on. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> hopefully this year, I, hopefully this year I get it, but, uh, at Brent Givens Photos is my Facebook uh, photography page. Okay. Uh, now, what is the rest of your social media handles for everyone to uh, check out? I know you mentioned YouTube, It'd be big, you hit it again. Yeah, Big Bird Fishing. And, and that fishing that's is on no G on the end, right? No G, that's right. Yep. And then Instagram is big, same, Big Bird Fishing. And then Facebook, Brent Warner Givens. And then my uh, and photography page is, is spelled Brent because um, I had somebody asking the other day if <laughs> your name was spelled correct. And I was like, yeah, it actually is. <laughs> B-R-A-N-D-T. D-T. That's how yep. you spell it. So. Yeah. The, the, but the D silent. I mean, <laughs> but that's how, yeah. that's how my folks name me. Yeah. Uh, and I'm glad that I'm unique. Yeah. And, uh, oh, it's easier so. to find. Yeah. So there you go. So, well, man, pretty awesome uh, to talk to you. And uh, that's going to do it for this version, or this, sorry, this episode of The Brackish Fly. So, see you guys later. See y'all.